Looking to take your career or small business to the next level? Well, you've come to the right place. This is the Melissa Washington Show with your host, Melissa Washington. Hello and welcome to the Melissa Washington Show and I so appreciate you listening um, to my show. And today uh, we have on our, um, as my guest today is Ellen Harris. Ellen, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. You're welcome and thank you for the invitation, Melissa. Absolutely. So I just want to share just real quick. So it has been, you know, we're just talking, it's been three years since we connected and you were on a call, I think it was the MBO Partners, and I did a LinkedIn training. Wasn't that the, where we met? That's exactly where we met. Yeah, and then you connected to me after, and I did a call with you, I remember, and we just stayed. And, and I always like to share that because, you know, we've never physically met. We've met um, via phone and now podcast, but how important it is to make connections, and you don't have to actually meet somebody to actually make a connection um, with someone, and again, so so appreciate you being here. So, Ellen, just, just tell the listeners just a little bit uh, about about yourself, and then we'll get into to what you're doing right now with the business, um, business accelerated company. Okay. Well, um, I am a uh, executive management uh, consultant, if you will, and I run an executive management consulting firm. That's business dash accelerated company. And I've owned the business since 2005, 2006. Uh, since you and I spoke, I've become an author of the Small Business Examiner. I've uh, reinvented the business into digital revenue design business models. I still facilitate those uh, small business marketing case studies with the Moody School of Business. And I hold three master's degrees, <laughs> telecommunications, wow. computer science, business administration, and interactive online marketing. And out of all of that, what's most important, uh, like Simon Sinek talks, talks about, uh, identify your why. Why I do this is because small business owners are under extreme attack this year in 2015 and beyond. And I'm passionate about small business owners. It's the, it's the next step once you've decided that the corporate environment, uh, you've either outgrown it or you've just got tired of being laid off and you want to try your hand at starting a business. So that's my focus and my passion. Fantastic. So let's let's lead in. So you talk about you know small businesses being under attack. What are what are some things you know as we have people that are you know listening to the podcast that are small business owners or maybe thinking into getting into small business ownership? Um, what are we looking at for the future for small businesses? Well, last month in June 2015, there were two significant dates that business owners may or may not be aware of. And that is on June 11th, the small business owner uh, had 1,000 tax levies applied to their businesses. That's up 146 that were initially reported in March of 2015 at 854. And why I know those numbers so uh, specifically is because I wrote about it uh, on the examiner. And once I wrote that column, uh, it, the business has really uh, changed or shifted. In addition, the next day on June the 12th, the Senate 
is entertaining a bill that involves patents. So if you are a startup or an entrepreneur and you hold a patent and you believe that your patent has been infringed upon and I am one of your external investors in your startup, I will then be liable for $5 million for you to defend the infringement claim on your patent. That impacts not only small business owners, but universities as well. Because as you are aware, the universities do a lot of research and they uncover and define technologies that are up and coming and new and innovative to bring us different ways and approaches of life and living. And so if, let's say, Apple or Hewlett Packard or any of the major companies infringe on your patent and you make a claim, uh, you want to think twice about it before. Make sure that there is in fact a claim because if you go forward with it, it impacts your investor. So those are the two primary things that happened just last month in this year. The other piece that is very important, I believe, is that private equity, venture capital, and angel investors are looking at small businesses, their structures and their ownership, and they're looking at the businesses for potential acquisition. If you are a founder CEO, Business Accelerated is advocating that you reinterpret your title. Founders are one of the most important elements in a small business, but they're also the most vulnerable based on that title. It suggests to a venture capitalist and to a private equity investor that you are not viable and you are not relevant to the business for its growth. There is the presumption, and there have been studies written about this uh, by uh, Harvard Business Review and Pew Research, that founders do not have the managerial skills in order to scale the business, to manage employees or contractors, and they don't understand what it takes to grow the business, if you will. So you could be a takeover candidate, but you as the founder will be removed from your position because the private equity mindset is we need a gray head. We need someone with experience who has done it before and who can move the company quickly such that uh, the business can be sold and investment or return on investment can be realized. Now, the challenge with that is this. The founder is the glue, and the founder will always be the founder. But you won't always be CEO. Business Accelerated is advocating that you flip the title, CEO, founder of the Business Accelerated Company, or whatever the name of your company is, and ensure that you have in place or that you're interviewing for uh, non-compensation positions in your organization, in your board, and your advisory board. What you really want to do is create a group of people that you can go to. 
however you define it, whether quarterly, biannually, or annually, to ask the questions that you need answered in order to keep your business thriving and functional. So that's the challenge that's on the horizon for small business owners in their structure. In addition to the structure of your title, you want to be aware that it is very highly likely that you are standing in the way of your own growth. And this can happen in a variety of areas when it comes to managing your day-to-day -day operation, your day-to-day -day organization. You don't have an executive team. And the executive team could be one person. It could be your spouse. It could be your nephew, if you will, if it's a family-owned business. Or it could be a trusted advisor who you can bounce ideas off of. If you're not managing that relationship, if you are launching a product or a program and you need to hire in contractors to help with the implementation of the functional areas and the production areas that bring that product to life or that program to life, you may need it, those people in the first quarter of the year and then find that you won't need them in the third quarter. But most small business owners will carry those resources through the year and end up with what I call a revenue leak because people still need to be paid for their time. So there is a way to do that effectively and efficiently for the business. And the last thing I want to highlight about the title is that we always hear that small business owners wear many hats. There's, oh my goodness, there's you name the function and we're wearing the hat. Business Accelerated has defined three core hats that you must wear. One is your capital management. Two is your ability to see into the future for your business. Where would you like that business to be three to five years from now? And the third is the mission of the business and your strategy. So your mission and your business really tie in together, almost like twins, because you want to answer the question with respect to strategy is, how are we going to be unique? How will we sustain that uniqueness over time? And how are we going to differentiate ourselves from our competitors in the marketplace? So those are the three areas in which you want to concentrate your energies. And once you do that, you will find that your business will begin to shift into momentum, and you will begin to take off very quickly. I just want to pause here and ask you, Melissa, if you have any questions so far. No, and actually, no, this is, this is great information because I'm just thinking um, as myself as a small business owner and other small business owners that, um, I, that I know, but how would one, I guess kind of, I, in a sense, they'd have to do a self-assessment because sometimes they may not even know that they're standing in the way of their own growth. Yes, um, yes, indeed. You know, and yes, so once they figure that out or someone tells them that, then what are the next steps? So tell me about with Business Accelerated. So if I'm a, a small business owner and maybe I'm having some difficulties in these areas of things that you laid out, laid out as far as, you know, um, 
that I'm not strong in capital management or I, you know, I really just fun- I'm really struggling to function. Is that something? So tell me about what Business Accelerator would be able to do or, or to help me as a small business owner. If you struggled with capital management and brand management, my first question would be, with your capital management and your brand management, is there a firewall between your personal finances and your business finances? Is there a firewall between your personal brand and your business business brand? These two specific elements, capital management and branding, define your business, number one, and position you as a exceptional business owner with managerial skills. Many times, oftentimes, business owners are using their business finances for their personal finances, and they define their brand according to their own personal personality. And they stand in the way by not allowing the business to develop its own brand personality and develop the cash flow that's required to keep them viable and functioning as businesses. What Business Accelerated does is help you define that in those two questions. General Electric is a clear uh, example of what I'm describing. If you own a uh, BP credit card or you had some sort of credit card that was uh, provided for by Chase Bank, you received a letter from uh, that company indicating that they would no longer be your service provider. They would uh, turn that service over to a little bank called Synchrony. And when you look at Synchrony very closely, you will find that it is a spinoff from General Electric's capital credit. General, General Electric is an excellent example where you are reinterpreting your business. And this is exactly what General Electric did because during the uh, 2008 to 2010, General Electric, when you think of them, you think of home appliances, washers, dryers, uh, refrigerators. You think of them in the home appliance area. But the United States government tagged them as a bank because of GE Capital and its structure. Well, when GE realized that, they said, oh, no, that's not the business that we're in. <laughs> we're in the home appliance. We're in uh, jet aircraft engines. That's our focus. So GE began to reinterpret their business, and it was from that restructuring within their organization that I began to realize that if GE is doing it and they're a conglomerate and they're positioning themselves so they are not a takeover candidate, then that means we as small business owners need to take a lesson and define, define how we structure our own business. So the first question is, in capital management, if you're not good at it, you want to use a simple equation. Your, your outflow must be less than your inflow. So if your expenses exceed what's coming in, you have a challenge and you want to right that ship as quickly as you can. If your brand is your own personality, uh, 
you, Melissa, I know you are a very um, outgoing and very gregarious, and you are a Navy veteran. So if your business is using any of those elements in its branding, you now want to build the firewall which says, my business is this. And you want to begin to shape everything that you do around the business personality. And you will find once you do that, or begin to do that, the personality of the business begins to blossom. Because now you are separating that entity from you personally. And that's exactly what you want to do. Great. This is some great information. So, so so, so tell me about some other services that um, Business Accelerate that you provide um, through your organization. The most important service that we provide, that I believe we provide for business owners, is to help them really understand what it takes and what it means to open a small business. Just put your stake in the ground that says, I am going to solve this problem. I am going to target this market, I am going to set my price point and I am moving forward with it. 90% of the business owners that I work with have a challenge with confidence. They're not sure that what they see as the problem is a real problem. And business owners won't ask the market, is this a problem for you? And it's one of those simple things that you can do is to ask. So what are your challenges today? What one problem would you like to solve? And LinkedIn is a nice place to ask those questions and receive answers, as well as Facebook have a business page. And what I say to business owners is, whatever the problem is that you see, validate it with the market, get the feedback, and then create the product or the service. Usually business owners do it in the reverse. Uh, they they define the solution before they have clearly identified the problem. So we help them we help them uh, put that equation in its proper perspective. By doing that, then we impact revenue generation because now you are clear as a business owner what you are generating revenue around and for. It makes it clear for you when you approach the marketplace with your offer, you will then understand whether or not you need a salesperson. I also want to pause there and say, did you realize that the business, that the largest business expense that you have on your uh, staff payroll, if you will, is your salesperson? Because they spend 60 hours selling and 20 hours bringing that revenue into the business. So the 20 hours that they spend not selling is the most cost, um, it, it's, a, it's a cost grabber. <laughs> it, it, it's, um, uh, you, you spend more for those 20, 20 hours than you do on those 60 hours. And then the question becomes, did you really need the salesperson? Well, yes, you did. But how long do you need the salesperson? That's not knocking sales. Sales are very important. Those are the people that help bring in the revenue for you as a business owner. But if you don't know exactly how to contain those costs, 
you'll end up spending more of your revenue than you should be. And one of the myths is I need to have a salesperson. Well, before you step out there buying sales expertise, understand exactly what it is you need that salesperson to do and then manage it. So how does the process work with you? And we're going to, we're going to share your information in a couple of minutes here. So how does it work with someone, you know, once they reach out to you, is there some kind of questionnaire you have them fill out? you have a conversation with them? How does that process start? It starts with an application, just so I get a background sense of where you are, what your biggest challenges are, and then I get a chance to define whether or not I can help you based on the questions that I'm asking, which aren't hard. Uh, how long have you been in business? Uh, what, what, what was your best year? in terms of revenue, uh, how committed are you to keeping the business, uh, have you discovered uh, errors along the way, something that you could have done better, and what would you like to achieve? What's your biggest goal that you would like to accomplish with not only your business for this year, but working with Business Accelerated? And based on that questionnaire, I'm able to tell and discern if I can help you. Because a lot of times I can't help and I need to not waste your time and give you that answer up front before you take the next step. Now, if I see that I can help and that it would be of interest, now I want to talk to you. And it's not a long conversation. Maybe about, uh, depending upon your size, it could be as short as 15 minutes, as long as 45 minutes. But at that point, I'm now gleaning where biggest challenge, I'm looking for the place where I can impact positively, where you can make some very quick shifts in your business, such that you begin to gain revenue. Uh, part of what I do is digital revenue strategy, so it's important to me that you are generating revenue as quickly as possible, because most people, business owners, when they reach out to me, it's because they have found that they are stalled, stuck, stopped. In macro terms, when you're working for a big company, they have the same challenge, and that challenge is called inflection points. And how do those inflection points come about? How do you how are you stalled, stopped, or or, or, or stagnant in your business growth? It's because you started a process and you didn't stick to it. That's the secret of success. Once you start a process, you must be it through. You can't start it on Monday and abandon it on Friday and then say, oh, it didn't work. That's not true. It means that you did not give that process the opportunity to gel, to take root, for you to get the word out about it, for people to see it, and for you to acquire the feedback that's important. So that's how that happens. So that's how people uh, connect with me, how businesses begin working with me. And so how can they reach out to you directly and then also find out more about Business Accelerated? If they send an email to info at business-accelerated.com and use the subject line, Melissa's Podcast, I will know where they've come from and I will get them started. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, good. Was there anything else that you wanted to share um, with the listeners before we wrap up? 
Well, I want to share that it is not difficult to achieve this. You just need to know what to look for and where to look. And what we do is make it easy for you so that you are not feeling overwhelmed, you're not feeling nervous, and that we can get you closer to your end goal sooner rather than later. Fantastic. Ellen, thank you so much uh, for your time today and sharing with us some fantastic tips um, that business owners can use immediately. And again, if they're not sure or stuck, they should definitely reach out to you at um, info at business-accelerated.com. I thank you so much for this opportunity, Melissa. Thank you. Great. And thank you, listeners. And I hope you'll check back in next time. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Melissa Washington Show. Branding, career transitioning, marketing, you name it, she's got you covered. Head on over to MelissaWashington.com to stay up to date and get access to past shows. We'll see you next time.